Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 12. Verse 4 of our text says, Then Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, one of his disciples who would betray him, said, Why wasn't this ointment sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Now he said this not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And having the money box, he used to steal what was put into it. Now Judas here pipes up in a rather knee-jerk fashion, speaking when he should have kept his mouth shut. But, for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks, Luke 6.45. Pastor John Corson once noted that it's an interesting fact that the first word recorded which Judas spoke in Scripture was the word, Why? It seems that Judas objected to this display. No, not necessarily concerning the act, but rather the cost of the act. Judas was always concerned about the money because he was a thief and apparently helped himself at times to what was designated for kingdom pursuits. We usually recoil at such behavior, yet in truth many of us are as guilty. But how we tend to whitewash such when we do it. In Malachi 3, verse 8, God says, Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you say, How have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. End quote. Usually, as it was in the case of Judas, the ones who give the least are the ones who are first to criticize the church for how it spends the Lord's money. Apparently, Judas, he didn't feel Jesus was worth 300 denarii. Again, many have followed in those footsteps. Whether we mean to or not, we so easily reflect what we think of Jesus, what he is worth, in the act of our giving or the lack thereof. Ironically, Judas would ultimately betray Jesus, but not for 30 denarii, but for a tenth that amount. The commentator Ryle put it this way, saying, quote, that anyone could follow Christ as a disciple for three years, see all of his miracles, hear all of his teaching, receive at his hand repeated kindnesses, be counted as an apostle, and yet proven rotten at heart in the end. All this at first sight appears incredible and impossible. Yet the case of Judas shows plainly that the thing that thing can be. Few things, perhaps, are so little realized as the extent of the fall of man. Verse 7 says, But Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you don't always have me. Judas, it seemed, just didn't get it. But you know he should have, and therefore he was truly without excuse. And because of such, Jesus appears to well, seriously rebuked Judas here. It seems that those who were and are on the receiving end of such rebukes are the folks who have all the info and they have taken advantage of the blessings of God's presence and yet they are still asleep at the wheel. 
The reason Judas didn't get it was because he didn't love Jesus. You see, just because someone serves Christ does not mean he or she loves him. Judas may have been a part of the team for a while, but he was never committed. He was never all the way in. There were always those who seemed to be uh, exercising secondary and selfish motivation. And he's one of those. It's important to understand herein that Jesus was not minimizing the needs of the poor. Rather, he was declaring a great truth that we all should heed, which is the immediacy of the moment at hand. Because at that moment, Jesus was still there among them. At that moment, Judas had yet to betray Jesus. But all of that was soon to change, and you know, there would be no turning back. While God is indeed the God of the second chance, <laughs> we would be grossly in error and terribly misguided if we were in any way to paint a picture that there's no such thing as too late. Some moments when missed or passed up, you know they'll never come around again. Judas spent three years in the proximity of the truth, meaning it was right there in front of him but he never accepted it. He never embraced it. There was a, a plethora of religious action, but there was no passion. And despite the fact that there was some great remorse after he betrayed Jesus, it was too late. I mean, the deed was done. I believe that at any given time, in the pews of any and every church fellowship, there are those who will eventually reject that church is teaching, and many will even go on to reject Christ himself. Now that's a sad admission, but it's a fact. Because like Judas, there's plenty of individuals who cleave to Christianity and stand in the midst of the saints, but you know, they'll never die to self. They'll never die to their pride and selfish hearts, which it'll all eventually bring them to destruction. Because you see, for these folks, it's all about them. They never come to know real spiritual body life and other sinners' spirit. That day and that moment was an occasion that would never be repeated. Matthew's account of this event records Jesus' statement, quote, Most certainly I tell you, whatever this good news, wherever this good news is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of as a memorial of her. Mary, it seems, rose to the occasion. While Judas, well, he just exposed his heart for what would eventually be his undoing. You see, the fact is, some opportunities and situations will be simply a one pass. And they'll never come again. Now, that's sad reality for those of us who intended, you know to do something great for God someday. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.